This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, this is what we do. We do a podcast on a Thursday, a warm Thursday. Al, what's up, man? How are you? Uh, Jerry, you're not here in studio, but I can tell you that uh, this morning I went, this was after the show started, so I go to the bathroom when I first get in. You know, I have the we, we have longer rides, so I get in, I go to the bathroom. Take your morning dump. I do not take a dump. <laughs> that, if there is a dump, it's happening before I leave. Once I leave, the dump is off the table until I get home. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, but I got in. Someone was charging their phone in the bathroom. I did see the photo you posted. Yeah, which is very interesting because like, people had said to me, go, well, they were asking, like, are there no other outlets? There are outlets everywhere here. It's a very modern building. It's a million outlets. million outlets. Yeah, I know. That's weird. Are you and, sure they weren't in the... Uh... They were really? not in the stall, yeah. Because really? at first, that's what I thought. And I was what, like, wow, does someone really think they're going to be in the stall that long that they can get a, get some charge going for this few minutes? I mean, some people sitting there for a half hour. Then somebody suggested, and this took a long time to get on Twitter because most people just like couldn't believe it. Uh, maybe it's the uh, custodial staff's oh, phone. Yeah. But even that, there's still a better place to put it. I would think so, unless they they felt funny putting it out in the office and they were like, you know what, this is my domain here and I'm going to charge my phone here. I don't know. If I was doing that job, being around everyone as much as I would be, yeah, I would ask if someone was in the newsroom, hey, do you mind if I charge my phone for a half hour? Right, or you wouldn't even have to ask. You're right. But I'm even if you weren't comfortable, I'd ask because there's so there are like old buildings in New York City, old buildings down or in, anywhere in New Jersey where there's not a lot of outlets. This place has a lot of outlets. Yeah, no, we're not short of electricity in that building. That's we are I'm not, sure. Jerry. No, and well, I feel like is that it phone, still there? It is still there. From three hours ago. Yeah. Wow. Okay. No one has claimed it on uh, Twitter, so whoever's phone it is does not follow me on Twitter, Maybe or they're embarrassed. Then, perhaps, perhaps it's a test. Maybe there's a hidden camera in there, oh. so if someone's going to steal the phone. Okay. I don't know. Now, they did try to hide the phone, although the cord will tell you, you know, the cord leads back to the plug, but they tried to hide the phone behind the instructions on how to wash your hands. Yeah, very strange. Which people also wondered why we need instructions on how to wash our hands, but they put those instructions everywhere once COVID hit. Yes, they have. Like restaurants have it in there, office buildings. Yep. 
everywhere gives you instructions. Yeah, pretty hard to do it wrong at this point. Yeah. All My right. rule is if you just pee, you don't wash your hands. I mean, come on. Uh, I do. I always told you every other I do it. Yeah, I'll, I will do it at work because I feel like I have to do a show for somebody. But I'm at home and I'm peeing. I ain't washing my hands. I yeah, no, I'm, I'm even home. I'm every other one. Yeah, maybe I if do. I peed on my hand, I would do it. <laughs> but since I don't pee on my hand and my penis isn't dirty, I just nothing, nothing happens. Now, only because we're talking about bathroom habits. Yeah. So Urban Meyer says the the quarterback competition between Gardner Minshew and Trevor Lawrence is wide open, which no one believes, of course. Gardner Minshew told Chris Long last month, quote, I haven't taken a bleep in weeks because number two isn't an option for me. I like it. That's a dude that's confident. He's very confident, Jerry. He doesn't even do number two. I, I guess not. And this is a guy that does naked yoga in the, in the, in the locker room. Right. Pretty wild. I love Gardner Minshew. I like Gardner Minshew too. He's just not a very good quarterback. He's, He's just not, not quarterback. a great quarterback. He's a right. fun personality. Exactly right. That's right. I found an interesting article, Jerry. That uh, just it's it's uh, the headline is here's how long the average penis stays aroused, according to a urologist. So someone sat down. One of the I don't know where, where this article comes from, but uh, someone sat down with a urologist at. Uh, where is this for? At the at Garden State Urology uh, at Rush University Medical Center in Chicago. Okay, so the, someone went and interviewed this urologist and asked some questions. And yeah. I, I thought I would uh, give you the questions and then what the urologist answered. Uh, they asked, how long does an average arousal last? And, and why were they asking this question? They're just uh, just curiosity? Just curiosity. Because, okay. you know, we hear all these... Somebody, you know, people brag about how long they last, how big their wieners get. Like it, it's a, it's a braggadocious, manly thing, right? So they were like, "Let's go to the doctor. Let's go to a source. There's a medical doctor, a urologist at the universe at Rush University Medical Center in Chicago. Is a penis doctor, Jerry? Yes. So how long how does much... an average erection last? Care to take a guess? Yes, you're saying the average one. That's the, the problem. Um, like a normal man will climax within how long of getting an erection? Six minutes. Three to seven minutes. Okay. With continuous stimulation, it says. Yeah. Okay. So that's why people change up and uh, try different positions to take a take a momentary break. I hear you. Give that a break. Yeah, give that a break, Jerry. Restart. <laughs> So that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know about that. I would never do that. You've that never read that? No, I have read that. I would never try that. No, I agree. I totally that agree. That sounds like that's not good for your body. I... When they say pinch the top. Stop. I'm not pinching the top. <laughs> Hold on. Wait one second. Let me just do this. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm sure I'd hurt myself. Oh, it's funny. Uh, let me see what else. Uh, what other questions I have here, Jerry? I hope more. I'm well, looking forward to this. What are ways to increase the length of time you have an erection? This doctor says... Drugs. Get regular exercise. Okay. Watch your diet. Right. Don't smoke. Well, you should be a porn star then. And control the intake of alcohol. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> really. Three to seven minutes, you should be going for a half hour. Are you ain't kidding, Jerry. I guess not. 
Okay, I'll take that as a no. No, I'm just trying to look to see if there's any other good ones here. <laughs> like, what am I missing? <laughs> what are some factors that may decrease your erection duration? Stress. I feel like stress screws everything up. Mm-hmm. Is that true? High blood pressure. Okay. Elevated cholesterol. Smoking right. again. Excessive alcohol. Okay. Illicit drugs. Not and, stress. Oh, here's the, that that falls under this category, Jerry. Why do you sometimes lose your erection during sex, even when you're turned on? This is often due to mental factors, says the doctor, like anxiety, depression, and stress. Well, okay. There you go. Mm-hmm. I figured. I figure anytime someone's got something wrong in their life, stress is like the first thing. Oh, stress sucks. I agree. I agree. So if very you're stressed out or hang, have anxiety, that could be it. It very well could be, yes. So you got to be well rested, well fed, well uh, exercised. I was so happy to read that it, they only last three to seven minutes. <laughs> I knew I wasn't doing anything wrong. Exactly. <laughs> Gina, your expectations are ridiculous. Yes. All you women out there, your expectations for your man is ridiculous. <laughs> well. All that says is right now that's the average. Perhaps right. 50 years ago, the average was 15 to 23 minutes. Who knows? Right. Do you think the average got more or less? I bet you it's decreased. Really? Yes. I bet Even you Even though decreased. we see a lot more pornography, and you would think that would keep... Um... I don't know if that has anything to do with it. I think more the way... It's funny how we exercise better, yet we're eating worse. Mm-hmm. I think we work too many jobs. We burn the candle at both ends too much. Right. Um, not you. You're. You're. I don't even well, think you lit the candle yet. Um, my candle's burning, Jerry. Both ends all the time. But I think you know if you're talking about parents with kids running around from place to place to place, I would bet because everything is different from 50 years ago in terms of a family. I mean, both parents work in most houses. It's just different. Right. Plus, fathers back then they would just come home and not deal with the kids. You correct. You read your newspaper. Every yeah. Dinner would be on the table. You'd. Read read your newspaper, you'd have your Rob Roy drink, and you'd go to sleep, watch some sports. Kind of. So at least that's how it's portrayed. So I would think that that number has decreased based on all those factors. All right. I like it, Jerry. Let's get a urologist. We should really, I know we don't do guests here, we should get a urologist on just to ask a million questions. I would do that in a heartbeat. Penis questions. Then we could get like a butt doctor on to ask butt questions. Like I legit, and I've I've actually thought of this because Kim actually asked me once. God, it's got to be a year ago. Like, why we don't do, like, why do we do just a generic podcast? She has basically said, why don't we do a podcast for middle-aged men about sexual health and things like that? Hmm. And I said, well, we we kind of do. It's because <laughs> you don't because some of your topics are they have nothing to do with that, right? So she's and, saying, really be specific. Maybe that's how we start climbing the charts. Maybe. Be, be be very specific to sexual health and things of that nature. And I think from time to time you have a urologist on. Maybe you have mm. a female who's very open about sexuality on, okay. talking about different things. Like, I think that could be fun. This is interesting. Think of all the sponsors. Roman. Hins. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, Al, for sure. I mean, there's Trojan. a lot of different things you could do. Yeah. You know, I'm Flesh sure you could lights. Get, I'm sure with based on your downloads we could get reality kings. Reality kings. <laughs> <laughs> Brazzers. Yeah, I, I I thought it was a good idea, but I never yeah. presented that to you. But now that you mention it, I have I've always thought that's a good idea. Maybe you get my urologist on. He's the urologist to me and Eddie. We could ask him specific questions about Eddie's testicles. 
We could do that. If we if we wanted to. He, he may not, not answer. answer. He, he may better not answer. not answer. He can't. Okay. But but since you're on the line, we could ask about your testicles. That's true. And I would let him, if he rem- imagine if he actually remembered what my testicles look like, that'd be or, odd. Or could you imagine if he said, I'm kind of confusing his with Eddie's. Right. That would be poor. That would be disturbing. One of them has gray hairs. <laughs> and one's bald. <laughs> <laughs> Can't tell which is which. <laughs> and that, and by the way, a podcast like that could still include all the toilet stories right. and things of that nature. And then imagine Spotify wants to buy us for $60 million, Jerry. I got to be honest with you. Right now, I'm trying to get 100 bucks a day for the warm-up show. Okay. So if you want to work on the $60 million. I will a, do that, yeah. I, I'm in. I'll you work on it. that part. <laughs> uh, I have a road rage story here, Jerry, out of Chicago, Illinois. Oh, a, I hate road rage. A man bit off another motorist's nipple. Okay, this would fall. We could. This could be part of it too, because it involves the nipple. Yeah, he bit the nipple off a man's body during a road rage incident Sunday night on Lakeshore Drive in Chicago. Now, this is a real story. Real story, Jerry. The 35-year-old guy also had a gun in his car. Oh my gosh. I'd say um, this guy has just rage. I don't even know if it's a road rage. A Volkswagen Jetta swide swi- side-swiped them around 11.40 p.m. The men pulled up next to the Jetta and ordered the man to pull over so they could file a crash report. The uh, There was an off-duty cop who was, who was the car who got hit. So he told the guy, listen, I'm an off-duty cop. we got to file a report. This is right. an accident. They both got out of their cars, and the man punched the cop off-duty cop twice in the face and then bit his nipple off. Time out. The guy's nipple belonged to a cop? I believe so, yes. Oh, my God. On-duty officers arrived and took the man into custody after a struggle. That is brutal, dude. Uh, The man who lost his nipple was taken to a nearby hospital and had his wound closed with stitches. So I guess he has no more nipple. I guess not. He's got like a cartoon chest now. Right. Where there's nothing there. The nipple biter uh, was uh, put in jail and bail set at $100,000. I'm sure it was. I mean, he just, I know he's off duty, but he just talked, attacked a cop. Yep. And, and caused off. physical harm. Yes. Oof. Ah. Well, you can be thinking that one over for a while. Yeah. I don't know if you've been to reading the news, Jerry, but for whatever reason lately, flight attendants have had to be duct taping passengers to their seats that was one of the greatest stories i've ever seen which is one which one the one where the guy duct taped the loudmouth to the chair i love it and then the guy did an interview for tv in like south carolina wherever he was from yeah the guy's hilarious and the guy who did the duct taping yes (laughs) yes he's a very big guy and as soon as he went over to shut the other guy up the other guy started retreating and it was pretty. Fu- it really was pretty funny. This the the latest is a 13 year old boy on an American Airlines flight from Honolulu. This happened again. Yep. Oh God. From Maui to Los Angeles. What was the problem here now? Let's see. The boy acted up on the plane about an hour into the flight. Video posted shows masked passengers helping the crew restrain the wild teen. Boy. I tell you, you know, it's funny. I said to my wife after the other story came down about the duct taping, I said, it is amazing. We have flown a lot. Now, we're not, you know, frequent flyers where it's every week. But, you know, in the last 20 years, we've taken a lot of flights. 
And I'm always thankful when we get where we got to go when we get home that we yes. don't have an incident like this ever happen. Now, we've had, like, coming home from Florida last month, she had two kids. They were horribly annoying behind her. But they were kids, and they weren't really doing anything malicious. They were just, you know, they kicked the chair once in a while. They were talking loudly. But it wasn't anything, you know, rude. It was just they were being kids. I said, if that's the worst we ever have to deal with, we're fine. Because some of these stories are really, like, they're scary, too. Yeah. I mean, you're on a friggin' plane. There's nowhere to go. This teenager threw a tantrum and fought with his mother. That's 13 years old? Yep. Oof, there's much more than a tantrum. That's that's a problem in that house. The two other recent incidents, Jerry, there was a 22-year-old passenger being tied to the back of a seat on a Frontier Airlines. And last month, a woman was duct taped to her seat on an American flight from Dallas to Charlotte after she attacked the crew and tried to open the door of the plane. Oh, my God. That's always odd. You think? When people try to open up the door of the plane, the plane's right. in the air. What are I've we doing? Never we'll heard, I've never even out. heard of anyone doing that until this story. How about that? Yo, about, oh, no, that has that happens more frequently than you think. People I don't try want to, it to open ever an airplane door. Oh, my God. Okay, that's not good. I'm bringing duct tape the next time I go on a flight. I guess, so I guess you're allowed to carry duct tape, or did they get it from the crew? I think they, that the crew did it. Oh, okay. Uh, you probably would look... Be oh looked God. at as suspicious if you had duct tape in your carry-on baggage. I think from now on, anytime I fly, I'm going to ask Boomer if the jet's available. <laughs> What's the duct tape for, sir? Well, it's in case one of the passengers gets unruly and I have to duct tape him or her to the seat. Holy moly. It's really scary. Oh, it is, Jerry. And it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse as mm-hmm. we're going into this fall with this COVID stuff again coming back. Yeah. People feel like it's over, and it's not. Aye, aye, aye. I'm all for... Strapping down unruly teens with duct tape. Yeah, me too. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. All right, let's that do it. That was a good one. Uh, tomorrow, uh, I will be live from the lake house in yeah, Long Sadly, Island. I will not be. You will be in your home. Yeah. You know what that means, Jerry? I get all the adulation from the crowd. I, I know you do. all the love. Listen, I get it, dude. I'll do the best I can to at least try and be somewhat present but it is what it is all right fair enough jerry we'll see you uh on the radio then tomorrow and until then here's the warm-up show yes yeah so hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The fan is on your smart speaker. Hey, Alexa. Okay, Google. Hey, Siri. To listen to the home of New York sports, just say, play WFAN. <laughs> Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Oh my goodness, 24 hours from now we are talking boat show at the lake house, but for now we do it from here with the Eddie Scazzeri, along with a very handsome bald man. His name is Al Brandon Dukes. What is up, man? Good morning, Jerry. I'm already preparing like what songs I'm going to be playing on my ride out to the boathouse, because I've got about a two-hour ride tomorrow morning. Yeah, sure. So I've got to put some playlists together, you know what I mean? Like, I do. Uh, some solid playlists because if you have a solid playlist 
or a nice podcast or goes a radio quick. program that you're listening to. It goes quick. Yeah, it goes really quick. If you have a solid 20, I'd say a solid 20 songs, you're in good shape. For two hours, I need more than 20 songs, I think, Jerry. At four, Well, you listen to classic rock. I'm figuring five minutes a song. I'm into country now as well. Oh. All right, so give me country 35 pop. songs. Here's what I'm into. Country, because it's the summer. Yeah. Uh, I'm into classic rock always. Uh, and then I'm into albums that I listened to in the 80s and 90s. And yeah, you've been doing 2000s. that for a while now. Yeah, I've been doing it for a while. Like, up next, probably I'm going to make a, like a Lemonheads playlist for tomorrow. Wow, that sounds great. Lemonheads. They're pretty good, Jerry. Pretty good. Yeah, you can keep them. Why don't you listen to the Quiet Riot album? Because there's only you know, like two songs. Come on, feel the noise, and um, uh, there's one other one. There was one other one. <laughs> It was Come On, Feel the Noise, Girls yeah. Rock Your Boys. There was one other one. Let me Google it. I can't think right now, but there definitely was. How about, oh, I got a good one for you. Motley Crue. Yeah, too too heavy for me. Too heavy? Hold on, All right. I'm quiet so I guess, riot, Jerry. You've got no Megadeth? Quiet Riot. Come On, Feel the Noise, and Metal Health. Mad, that's it. Which Bang is your the head. first big one. Bang Your Head, Metal Health Will Drive You Mad. Wasn't that, I think that hit Bang the radio first. Head. Yeah, Come On, Feel the Noise, by the way, is a cover song. That was like um, oh, I didn't a, know that. another band in the 70s originally did that. Who knew? Who knew? Well, Jerry, you did. Yesterday, uh, some of the buzz that I was seeing online, I was on the, the internet and Oh, Buzz No Buzz for online? Um, I don't know if I'm going to do this as a Buzz No Buzz. Okay. I just want to explain it, and then um, I've got some concerns about it. There's a, you know, it is the summer here at WFAN where uh, people take vacations, yeah. and it's an opportunity for stooges of, like me to fill in. Stooges like yourself, um, <laughs> Salicata, you know. Uh, well, he's no, every day. Yeah, he's an everyday. So are you. You're an everyday guy, Jerry. Yeah. Uh, those are just jokes. Um, but about part-time guys. Right. There's a guy here named Pat Boyle. Who uh, I hear him on with Sal Licata a lot. Sal gives him a lot of mic time. Right, sure. When well, he, when you do uh, five hours by yourself, I can yeah, see no, that. I would listen exactly. <laughs> if I hear you, but anyway, uh, he's going to get a shot. His name is Pat Boyle. Yeah, a regular guy who works here. Uh, became known to our audience at one point, if you heard, when he had uh, slept in Boomer's open office and then left a note about how comfortable the couch was. It was a little weird because we didn't know who he was, and it was this, a strange move for a for a part-time yeah. little man on the totem pole to do. But uh, we, we know his name now. But he's uh, doing a fill-in shift, uh, an overnight shift. But he put out yesterday on social media a hype video. I did see this. It's a hype video of him promoting this radio program he's going to do in the overnight. Yeah. And in the hype video, which I thought as a video, as a hype video was very well done. It was very professionally looking. Very, uh, very professional, professional looking. looking. He's a, uh, he's in good shape. He's uh, walking around very confidently in this hype video. He's walking from the outside of New York City into WFAN, gets behind the mic, and the hype video ends. like In the whoosh, Boomer and Geo store, studio. In the Boomer and Geo studio, which I think he chose because it's nice lighting, good background. Looks good. Looks good on camera. The problem with the hype video being so, so good, and it is very good, like I was hyped for it, is that now you've got to live up to that hype oh, video. Oh, yeah. Did you see? I saw Sal tweeted to him. I don't know if you saw that. What did he say? That's where I saw the video. Sal okay. uh, quote tweeted the video and said, very well done. Now don't suck. Right. <laughs> because that video makes it look like this dude's going to come on the air. And rip it up. 
and rip it up, light the world on fire. Do something different than coming on and doing, essentially talking about the Yankees, the Mets, the Giants, the Jets. I was getting vibes of uh, Jim Rome circa 1997. Like when I first found Jim Rome on the radio, it was like unbelievable. You know, Jim Rome now is, I think, personally, a shell of his former self. He was a crazy broadcaster who just attacked everybody in a very funny way. No one would come on his show because he was too controversial, that sort of thing. Now he does a lot of guests. It's not my thing. But it had that vibe of you're going to get a Jim Rome 1997. You're going to get a Howard Stern after the L.A. riots and after the O.J. Simpson verdict. You know? And well, so he, he set the bar very high. He set the bar very high without saying anything. The Correct. video doesn't say anything. Silence speaks volumes. There's music playing. There's a man walking very confidently with an unbuttoned shirt in pretty good shape. You think he paid someone to do it, or you think he did that? No, I think he paid someone to do it. Because it really does look good. Yeah, it, it was a great job. Like I, I need him to do a hype video, whoever did that for, um, I was going to say for you and I, but then I come on and do this, it's going to be like he didn't live up to the hype. Right. You got to live up to the hype. So um, now I look forward so, to that. So you're going to be staying up to listen to him between 2 a.m. and 5 a.m.? Well, if it's on a day when I'm driving in, yes, I'll give it a shot. Well, that well, I think you're working. I, well, oh, you're no, you're not. But I know you're in next week, right? I'm in next week, Jerry. All right, so Is you will be listening. Week? All right, I will be listening, and I'm going to be quite critical. And he does have the benefit of ripping the Dodgers or the Mets, or because the Mets play the Dodgers yeah. late that night before, and the Yankees play the Twins, so hopefully someone does something stupid and he can go to town. So what night is, like, when I'm driving in, what day do I turn that It'll on? It'll be Friday morning. If it's right the 20th, correct? That I don't know. Oh. Do you watch the hype video I did watch and you were that. fired I was so, up for it? I was so fired up and hyped for it, I didn't even see what date it was. I think it's the 20th, and if it's the 20th, that's next Thursday night, Friday morning. Okay. Well, I'll be tuned into that. So will I. With we will be here. a critical year, Jerry. I'm not sure I'll be tuned in. Maybe. I'm, I'm tuned not, in. I don't know. I, the, the hype video was really good. I just, I'm not sure. There's a couple things I'm interested in listening to. Most, someone who's like exceptionally, exceptionally good on the air and someone who's exceptionally bad on the air. <laughs> Those are two things I will listen to. If you're average and or pretty good, I'm not interested. Average or pretty good, then get out. <laughs> I most likely like, because there's going to be a lot of different people filling in. And there's, it's different. Is that true? Is that what we got going on next week when Sal's not doing the overnight? Yeah, I believe you have like a multiple part, no part-time guys uh, that uh, you probably don't know their names. But Let me ask you this. Getting a shot. Did anybody else do hype videos? Not that I'm aware of, no. Oh, all right. No other hype videos. That's kind of lazy from everybody else, isn't it? Like, he set the bar high now. Right. Set I the think bar the other guy's got to step up the game. But it was, yeah, absolutely. But it was, yeah, I love to tune in where I'm like, who is this person on the air and can they make it to the next commercial break? Yeah, I don't think, I really don't think that's the issue as much as it will be, can they get through a show? Yeah. Like, I think the the first segment really is a piece of cake. I'll be honest with you. And where it becomes a problem is if the phone lines aren't lit up. Now, the second segment will probably be a piece of cake because you know as well as I do. Um, whoever's doing their first shows, they will have their buddies calling in. So they'll be fine. The question for me would be when you get to 3 a.m. after you've done a full hour. <laughs> Maybe I'll call in. You're not calling in. As a fake caller. You're going to challenge him? I challenge Yeah, I might challenge him to a fist fight. No, I'm into a sports debate. Oh, sports debate, definitely, Jerry. I'll say, 
Oh, really? You're on the air? Let's talk 1980s Brewers. You, but you could probably ask him about the 86 Mets. Yeah. Which are always relevant. And I'm going to ask him about like the 1985 Royals. You could do that, too, I suppose. Because I'm an expert on them, Jerry. I'm an expert. My name is Al Dukes. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm looking. I'm trying to find the schedule. To yeah, it's going to be very it... exciting, Jerry. So look forward to that next week on the Overnights. All right. I also see on Twitter that people seem to be very bent out of shape that John Sterling referenced that he's never seen a league of their own. Yeah, I have all the audio coming oh, up. Oh, is that right? Yes, because I heard this live in the car yesterday. Did it catch you off guard? Uh, no, I, listen. You... I was not, knowing John the way we know him, Right. He's he's a little different, and I was not stunned that he had not seen the movie. That having been said, I was like... Uh, with the Field of Dreams movie that he didn't remember if he saw it or not. That one kind of took me by surprise from the standpoint of you're calling the Field of Dreams game. I would have thought once it was announced, you might have gone and watched it. So he hasn't seen that either. Well, I'll tell you this. If he did see it, he hasn't seen it in a very long time and he doesn't remember it. <laughs> I see. Which tells me he didn't see it. Yeah. So, I listen, I, people that get bent out of shape over this, what, who cares? People get mad, though, if you haven't seen, like, I've never seen uh, Godfather. Like, people get Oh, I don't get mad. That. Listen, anybody that gets mad is stupid. The, the idea that you haven't seen it to me is, I mean, it's a, it's a shame. It's a really good film. You're not interested? That's fine. There are plenty of things you're interested that I'm not. Right. 90 Day Fiance, murder documentaries. But to each his own. I'm not going to sit there and criticize you over it. Right. 90 Day Fiance, Happily Ever After. Like a I show actually about think, 90 Day Fiance. I really do believe myself. I think Eddie's like this too. I think we are two of few that really do live our lives by the the theory of to each his own, do what you love. I and I don't really care. I don't think a lot of people are like that. I think a lot of people get caught up in what other people are doing in their lives. Right. Eddie, is that fair? Would you agree with that? I wasn't listening. Okay. Oh boy. Oh boy. It was about you, but never mind. I was talking to uh, Andrew. I don't care. He was um, um, working on the the um, TV portion of the Boomer and Geo program. I understand. There are a lot of a lot of work that's got to be done. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, people are upset about that. I almost watched um, Hard Knocks, the first episode last night. I did watch it. How was it? Uh, I well, first of all, I'm a Cowboy fan. You know that, and You're... I watched it because I figured with our first broadcast coming up Friday, I probably should. Oh, take... we'll get a little background for you. Yeah, I should take a look at it. I enjoyed it. Um, and I usually don't, only from the standpoint of the, the the thing that you told me about during the podcast yesterday, or maybe even during the warm-up show, I forget, the story about you know Ezekiel Elliott with the uh, the bag that he gave Zach and the, uh, Zach, uh, Dak and also the, um, the problems he had wrapping the gift. I found that interesting. I liked, here, here's what I liked from it. A, you, you see uh, Dak just ticked off that the Cowboys were taking it slow with him. And he wants to be in on every snap. And then ironic how he injures his shoulder. And then the reaction from Mike McCarthy is, you got to be effing kidding me. Like, it was, there was a lot of good stuff. There was really nothing, though, in terms of, like, a rookie trying to make the team. This was more about camp's opening. Here we go. Jerry Jones is getting old, wants to win, and then into the Hall of Fame game. But I haven't seen any of those storylines that you usually see. I imagine for hmm. week two we'll see that. So no long-haired guy who's like a fourth tight end trying to make it on special teams. No, they they wow. focused in on uh, Ezekiel Elliott, Dak Prescott. The way the in uh, the way the show starts 
is the injury to Dak and how his foot went the wrong way. He re, uh, he also revealed he had two surgeries, not one, which no, they didn't tell anybody. And he was also talking about his brother's suicide, so how Ooh. challenging of a year it was for him. That's how it opens. Um, and then they really focused it on Micah Parsons, uh, their rookie linebacker who was, looks like you know, their first-round pick who looks like he's going to be outstanding. That was pretty much it. It was good. I don't think it was great, but it was good. Did we get to see any wives or girlfriends? I always like that part. See what's going uh, on. No, you saw Micah Parsons' mom. Okay, Micah Parsons' mom. So no idea of, like, who's dating who, who's married no. to who. I like to see what's going on with that. Because remember, Personal I don't be- I could be wrong, but they didn't show it. Um, they're in Oxnard. I don't know how many wives and girlfriends traveled with them. It looks like oh. the guys are in their own apartments, but I'm not 100% sure. Okay, that's fair, Jerry. So, yeah. It's interesting. I mean, I'm not a hard – to me, I'm kind of over hard knocks. I only, like I said, I only watched it because the preseason starting, but I did enjoy it having not seen it in so long. And then so. did they give you previews like coming up this season? Mm, no, On it ended. Knocks. I'm trying to think how it ended with Leave Schreiber. No, voiceover. It didn't. No, I don't remember the preview. I actually might have turned it off as soon as it was ending. Maybe it was honest. this coming up this season on Hard Knocks. A long-haired dude tries to make it as a tight end and/or well, uh, special teamer. Oh, you know what they did, too? Which I found very strange. They had John Fossil, Jim Fossil's son, who's on the coaching staff in Dallas. They had him in the meeting room talking about getting a vasectomy and then having it reversed. A reverse vasectomy? Well, he had it done, and then apparently he had it reversed. And he was trying to explain to the guys. Yeah, remember, they're all like 20 years old. He was trying to explain to them what the doctors actually do and snip and cut. And it was like, out of all the footage, like you put that in. That was weird. It just was, I don't know, it was odd. But I guess in a way it was sort of funny. Oh, and that, you know what was cool? They played um, Austin Powers to try and get the team psyched up for what they call mojo moments. A mojo game. moment. Here's the problem with it. They then take it out to the field. All right, we're going to practice our mojo moments. Two seconds to go, 18-yard line. We're down by six. The problem is Dak is on the sideline, and you got you know Ben DiNucci. I'm Ben DiNucci. He had no chance. He didn't so, have a good mojo moment. Uh, no, he did not. He got picked off. He got sacked. He fumbled. <laughs> it was not great. So this vasectomy thing—they snip. I believe they snip the tube that carries the sperm. Right. Correct. Which is different than the other fluid. Right. Like it's just the, the the sperm cells. Right, it bypasses where it needs to go. And then when they, if you get it reversed, they reconnect it. Correct. My question is, where to if when it's disconnected, where do it go? Uh, great question. I don't think John Fossil got into that, and I did not Google it, so I don't know. Because I feel like it has to go somewhere. It probably goes somewhere and dies off. I don't know. Just well, it gets absorbed in your body. I'm going to Google that. I was going to say, how about you Google that while we take a break? When we come back, we got a lot to get into. The freaking Mets were postponed again last night. This weather stinks, I swear. Anyhow, that plus the Yankees, Field of Dreams, and oh, by the way, a boat show coming up tomorrow. And Boomer and Geo at 6 on The Fan. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, rock it out, Al Dukes. Quiet riot, Jerry. This is my childhood right here. I like this. You know, I think you just prompted me to put some quiet riot on my Spotify account. When you say some quiet riot, you mean there's two songs that you know? Yeah, pretty, yeah that's it. By the way, nice shaking. I'm watching you. Jerry, I'm snooping. I should, I should tell you that the uh, this portion of the warm-up show is brought to you by Jack Pocket. Play official state lottery games on your phone. I'm looking to see if there is any other Quiet Riot songs I would put on my phone. You do not have any. Yeah, doesn't look like it. <laughs> it's Come On, Feel the Noise and Metal Health, Bang Your Head. Yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm looking. Uh, they did Highway to Hell? I'm on a high. I did not realize that, but maybe they did. Maybe they covered it. Oh, I like this one. Love's a bitch. We could get yeah, that one. Maybe load that one up. Yeah, well, you know what? I'm going to put... I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to put three on. Okay. Come on, feel the noise. Metal health. And I am going to put Highway to Hell, because I get a sense they're going to rock that song out. Yeah, oh, no. It's a rocked out version. The Quiet Ride doesn't do no acoustic crap, Jerry. I would not think so. I'm in a uh, loaner car today. Uh, my car was getting, uh, had a recall on it. Yes. So they gave me a loaner car. What'd you and get? I got the same type of car, just okay. uh, just a um, updated model. Yeah. But the cool part about having a model car, a uh, loaner car. You see what car, you don't have in your car. Well, that's that right. First, they always give you the latest model, which you're like, why don't I have this? Right. Uh, secondly, like I hit an enormous pothole today. Not my problem. <laughs> well, it is your problem if it would have gone <laughs> flat and you were standing on the BQE all by yourself. Right, but when you hit a pothole and you're in a loaner car, you're like, nah. Like, if that was my own car, I'd still, well, I'd, it would still be, like, tearing at me, like, just eating at me, Jerry. Like, I can't believe I hit. Are you driving the loaner out to uh, LI? No, I'll, I'll get my uh, my car back today. There you go. So who cares? Why is it? Because I'm the same way, especially in Manhattan, and I don't know why this is. When you hit a pot hit a pothole and nothing happens, no flat, you're yeah. good. It's it drives you nuts because you know it's still doing something to your car. It's affecting the suspension. It's it's giving it a ding, and you only have certain number of dings before a real problem happens. Yeah, but, I suppose, Jerry. How about this? I don't know. It was like six months ago. I ran over a just a normal paper bag that you would get at any grocery store. Didn't think a thing of it when I parked. I started smelling like oil or something. Turned out to be like a thousand dollars from a freaking plastic bag that was messed up the axle and the brake. Wow, it was like a disaster. Really, yeah, yeah. on your way yeah. in? Yeah, it was on broom coming coming across on broom. So you go to go home. Uh, th- how did you get home that day? Well, I was okay. You know, it was still not you know, but it was like all I tried to rip it out. I got some of it. I was a the mess. plastic bag. Yeah, it was wow. all wrapped up in the axle, and it was just a disaster from. Freaking plastic bag. Yeah, you can't. You got to be careful what you run over. So now, like every time I see a plastic bag, I'm like, <laughs> you're weaving out of the way. I try to avoid every pothole when I when I hit one. It ticks me off. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. They're like something snaps in us. 
It just bothers yeah. us. So I get it. Not great. Anyway, well, you're in a different car, so who cares? Yeah, who cares? You're Why don't you go many... seek out some potholes? I might hit potholes on my way. Just check out the suspension of the new vehicles. Uh, let's see. What do we we got? The Mets won the yesterday. They won the suspended game from the day before. It's Can very you... confusing. Well, yes, they did, and they stunk. They were losing four one, and then they were losing seven four. But they came back and they won the gutty gritty Mets. The gritty Mets. So they won the suspended game from yeah. the previous night. Then the game that was supposed to be played yesterday was rained out. Well, this is what's this is what's incredible to me. So I'm I watched the last I guess the last four innings of the first game, and when Brandon Drury gets the base hit and he just floated that thing, the bloop single, Jerry I mean, barely got that thing over. They take the lead, and then Edwin Diaz has the easiest ninth inning you can have. And it started, by the way, with Juan Soto. You know, one-run game, you're thinking, if he gives up a home run, he's going to get annihilated in the stadium. But whatever. Strikes him out. Gets through the inning. They win the game. It is beautiful out. I go outside knowing at that point that the second Met game is going to start around 8 o'clock. I go outside. My son is shooting baskets. I go back in, and I turn the TV on about 5 to 8, and it says programming note. Mets Nationals in a delay. I'm like, what is the problem now? And I'm thinking something happened at the stadium, whatever the case may be. I'm like, all right, I'll do this. I'll put hard knocks on, and then I'll check Twitter to see what's going on. And I check Twitter. I see it's a weather delay. I'm like, you got to be kidding. I turn it back on when I'm done with hard knocks. They're still in a weather delay. Wake up, postponed. Come on. So now they got another doubleheader today. Correct. A 12-10, an early one. 12-10, Marcus Stroman pitching for the Mets. So I see no one yet for the Nationals. Correct. Then in the second game, I see Trevor Williams for the Mets, no one for the Nationals. Yeah, the whole thing's bizarre, to be quite honest. Hmm. So I listen. I don't even know who's on the Nationals right now. It is amazing. I don't know how much of this you watched yesterday, but you look around the diamond, and they're not even recognizable for the most part. It's really weird. I mean, yes, you got Juan Soto there, and he's hitting home runs. I get it. But, I mean, half these guys, I'm, I'm clueless on who they are. They have really stripped down their team. There's no question about it. Now, the Yankees, uh, they did beat the Royals 5-2. No home runs for the Yankees, though. Uh, no, a bunch odd. of singles. A bunch of singles. They, they played uh, small ball. They play uh, the Field of Dreams game tonight against the White Sox, who you tell me are very good, Jerry. The White Sox are good. Chicago yeah. White Sox. Uh, yep. Lance Lynn against Andrew Haynes. See, I know, Andrew I know, Haney. I know, I know. Cool I know game. what you're going to say. Why wouldn't you put, like, that should be a marquee pitcher. It should be, but it's the way the days, what are you going to do? Like, this guy gets the pitch in the Field well, of Dreams game. Who do you want to pitch? Cole can't. Montgomery can't. Severino's not back yet. I mean, what do you want to do? Let's get some of those uh, COVID dudes back out there. That's the problem. And they have another one. I did, By the way, did the test results come back yet? Do we even know? For which person? For this uh, Holmes kid. Oh, yeah, he's on the COVID I.L. They put him on, so he is, because I saw it was pending the test result. Yeah, he's on the I.L. Oh, wow. I don't think you can get COVID in a cornfield, so I think they could uh, throw Garrett Cole <laughs> out there. I think that's one of the things Dr. Fauci said, that you cannot catch it in a cornfield. I will tell you. Down in South Jersey, um, Saturday, I went down to play golf in the morning, and one of my friends uh, ran in to go to the bathroom after the ninth hole, and as he was in there, there were two guys that were either behind us or they were about to start. They were talking about the fact that they forgot their masks, and the one guy says, don't worry about it. COVID doesn't live down here in South Jersey. Yeah, no, it doesn't exist. (laughs)
COVID's very stupid. specific as to where it goes, Jerry. Yeah, my house apparently. <laughs> Your house is one of the hot spots. Right now, it's a pretty hot spot. Yeah. Yep, it is. Ay, ay, ay. I see something cool. Uh, Brewers pitcher Corbin Burns did yesterday, Jerry. He is the best pitcher in baseball that most people have never heard of. Is that right? Yeah, Corbin Burns. Yeah. I would say so. Yes, he struck out ten straight. Cubs hitters last night, which mm-hmm. uh, tied a major league record, which happened strangely enough earlier this year. And Aaron it happened Nola. now. Yes, and where did that happen at? Al? Well, I know he did it against the Mets, so I would guess that happened at City Field. Yes, it did, as he tied Tom Seaver's record. So Tom Seaver did it in 1970, and then no one did it until 2021, and now two dudes. And now have done two it? guys did it. Correct. But you know what's? But here's story. what's interesting about it. To your point, here's what's interesting is the strikeout numbers are so ridiculous right now, I'm almost surprised it hasn't happened more. Yeah. When you look at how many games there are, you know, 17 or 18 outs are made by strikeout out of 27, and you do see that, not often, but it it happens. I'm actually surprised it hasn't happened more. Corbin Burns, by the way, has an ERA of 2.2. Will he pretty, win the Cy Young Pretty award? good. Um, I would say if he's got, yeah, let's see. So, uh, here's what I would say. Right now, he's in the running with who, Al? You know him very well. Who? Zach Wheeler. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I don't want to see that, Jerry. The Those are former Met. I don't want that. Two very legit Cy Young Award contenders. I want the Brewer dude to win. You want Corbin Burns yeah. to win. Do you, think when, do you think when his parents had him, they were fans of Corbin Burnson? I do. Yeah, I do, too. I think they, they probably like, said it'd be kind of cool to name him Corbin yeah, Burns. Yeah, Corbin Burns. Son. Right. That guy was one of those tan guys, Corbin Burnson. He was yes. like always tan, good-looking tan guy. Great role in Major League. Um, is that right? Did you not see Major League? I did League? see Major League. I don't remember movies. Like, I have got to see a movie a hundred times. To like, I don't anything. remember movie line. Like, Chris Lopresti, as you know, can basically just... And, and I found out uh, two days ago that Chris McMonagall is like this as well. They can recite movie lines... On command, which fascinates me because I cannot. Yeah, me neither. But I do remember Corbin Burns was the third baseman. Corbin Me- Burnson. I'm sorry. Cor- <laughs> yes, Corbin Burnson. Don't you remember the coach was hitting ground balls off him, and then he took the contract out and said, I don't have to do this, and then the manager took the contract and peed on it? Nope. You don't? I don't recall that. And, and I know s- I saw the movie 100%. Mm-hmm. Maybe even I don't- seen it in the theaters. All right, did you remember Willie Mays Hayes stealing yes. second? I know the name Willie Mays Hayes. I didn't ask you that. I said, oh. do you remember him stealing second nope. and not reaching the base? No. Then what did you see? I don't know. Okay. Wild thing. Okay. All right. That whatever. I remember. 25 in front of six. We've got, I mean, we barely even touched on the Mets, but whatever. We do have a lot more to do, including whatever Al wants. And I have a salmon story for him that he's not going to like. Warm-up show till six. Boomer and Geo then on the fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, quarter to six. I got two quickies for you, Al. 
that I think uh, one I forgot about that I think you'd be interested in. All right. And that is just going back to the hard knocks because I saw someone uh, actually tweet to me about it, and they're right. I forgot about this. Jerry Jones, while he's on the phone with the trainer talking about Dak, has a McDonald's McGriddle for breakfast waiting for him. And it, and I found this interesting that the the camera didn't cut away that they specifically left this in, and I don't know why. When he gets off the phone, where you could have just ended the segment, the camera stays rolling to see him then take his salt and just douse his McGriddle in salt. <laughs> now, this is not a young man. Uh-huh. Like, I I, what are you doing? I don't know why I find it very interesting to see rich, like overly rich people eating fast food. Oh, yeah. It's uh-huh. Very interesting to me. Yeah, especially where they are. You know that they've got a spread for the players, and he wanted his McDonald's. Like when I was the like Donald Trump on Good morning. on uh, like Air Force One or whatever plane he would ride on, and he would just have like fast food burgers. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so weird. I guess that's how you put the weight on if you're eating it a lot. Good morning. Good. And then the other one is, and I Salt find this with the McGriddle though is also strange. Uh, yes, because I'd go egg McMuffin every day and twice on yeah. Sunday. Not even I wouldn't even think about it. And then the other one, which I find interesting because I sort of had to do this once. So Brian Hoke, who I think he used to be for the Post, but he writes for MLB.com now. He is covering the Field of Dreams, Field of Dreams game. His flight was canceled at 9 p.m. last night. Uh-oh. To where he said, all right, getting in the car and driving. To Iowa? A thousand miles. It's a 16-hour drive. And, I mean, if he left at 9 p.m., He'll be lucky if he's there by 5 o'clock. And driving overnight, nonstop. I mean, holy cow. And I only say it's near and dear to me because if you remember that one time, I was supposed to join Columbia at Kentucky, and my flight got canceled, and I just got in the car and drove. Not that I had I had an extra day, so I was fine. But I that's a tough one. When the flight gets canceled, ugh, awful. 16 miles he's driving? No, 16 miles he'd be there or in 15 I'm minutes. sorry, 16 hours? Yes, it's 1,000 miles. I'm driving 100 miles, woo, 200 miles, 300 Ooh. miles, going so, yeah. 400 miles. That's a long, that's yeah, like, no, going, to, that's like that. going to Florida. I would have quit my job. <laughs> you know what? There's something actually fun about it, especially when it happens like in the spur of the moment. The problem is after you're about 300 miles in, you realize you still got 700 miles more to go. Right, like what if he ends up in a ditch somewhere because he fell asleep? Now who's going to, MLB's going to feel bad for that. I would certainly believe so, but he did post a photo. He had cigarettes. He had candy. Cigarettes. Had, and I, quite frankly, if I knew his number, I would text him. Just go to Roy Rogers and get the bacon cheeseburger and fries. So he's just going to start chain smoking cigs. <laughs> he doesn't even smoke. That's the weird thing. I don't know if he does or he doesn't. He said he had a half a pack, so that tells me he does smoke. Okay, so he's. Uh, it's interesting. A lot of people won't admit to smoking these days. Yeah, well, he said it's he like had a half dirty, a pack of cigarettes ready to go. A dirty habit you do in secret, but this and guy's just like I'm buying some cigs. It is that. I'm going to get me some Coca-Colas, and I'm yeah. going to get me some Sunflower Seeds, Jerry Recco style, to keep me awake. I'm yeah, the, get drinks, some the drinks gum. don't work for me. Yeah, drinks don't work for me either, and then you've got to stop and pee. Correct. Well, that's another issue. Very I would do true. like, you know what would work for me? Gummy food, like gummy worms, gummy bears, like to keep you chewing. Well, it's eating. That's eating, why the Sunflower yeah. Seeds work so well for me. Yeah, but gummy like you're involved. You got to keep your mouth moving. Mints. I do like the mints on my yeah, ride home. I love a good I, mint. I, you told me about that yep. a couple years ago. It never worked for me. You get like an Altoid or a mint and you spin it around in your teeth and you 
Move it around with your tongue very sexily, Jerry. So you're doing tongue exercises, tongue getting exercises. ready for the weekend? Oh, yeah. Tongue exercises, Jerry. It'll get you ready and keep you awake. <laughs> and a couple of cigs. Hey, whatever works for you, man. I wonder what he smokes. Did He, he took a picture of his cigarettes? Like, what's wa- he smoking? Mm, you know what? I don't know if the cigarettes were in the picture, actually, now that you say it, because he posted a lot of good stuff. Um, it would be cool if he smoked Virginia Slims. It just would be weird He's to be like smoking, He's smoking Virginia, Virginia Slims. Slims or Capris. <laughs> You're such a jackass. Uh, here, here's what he's got. You're, oh, he's fine. Here's the picture. He's got us both covered here. He's got two energy drinks. All right, fine. He's got a Snickers bar, and then this is where he's got us covered. He's got dots, so like a fruity type of candy. Okay. Not quite a gummy, but still a fruity sort of gummy type of candy. He's got the I don't care for this type. But he's got these sweet and spicy sunflower seeds. Okay. And he's got the pizza combos. Oh, my God. Those What rock, kind of shape is this way. guy in? Is he overweight? I would think he's a pig. Yeah, it's not. He's there. Unless, no, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. He's okay. actually in very good shape. Unless he, yeah, he's just, uh, he's, he's going to treat himself. He's got this long ride ahead of himself. He's going to treat himself, Jerry. Now, an update. Two hours ago, he stopped at a shell station somewhere. He was still 650 miles away where he bought another bang drink. <laughs> What's this fella's name, Jerry? Brian Hoke, H-O-C-H. Brian with an I or a Y? Uh, Brian with a Y. He's verified. He works for MLB.com uh, or MLB Network. Oh, and he follows me, Jerry, this fella. How about see that? that? Oh, yeah, now, he's in good shape. Oh, me too. Look a at that. bald fella. Yeah, I said he's in good shape. He would be someone, like, if I was doing the show this morning, I'd put him on. I think this is fun. Just to see. All right, where are you at now? I'm going to follow him right now. And look at his um, his Twitter bio. He says, my wife danced with Bruce Springsteen. Yes, this guy's right up your alley. Matter of fact, I think I am finding you a new best friend. Why Brian don't you Hope, and Gina you... go out with him and his wife? Brian Hope, will you be my new best? I might just do a uh, cross-country trip with him where we smoke cigarettes and drive across the country. <laughs> I would pay to and see we that. record it. Can I get the same guy that did the Pat Boyle hype video yes. to record that? Of me and Brian Hope going in. Because I'd love to see you in slow motion with yeah. the cigarette hitting your lips, the hair waving in the well, no hair, but the cigarette, the slow walk like someone else we know, that would be fun. Yeah, me and Brian going in to a convenience store, slow motion, music blast, and us buying some cigarettes, some pizza combos, <laughs> some dots. You imagine you on a road trip with Brian Hoke? Smoking, just enjoying life, Jerry, just enjoying what the country has to offer, the open road, the freedom of the open road. and Listening the to Quiet Riot? Yeah, we got our Quiet Riot cassettes on. How Smoking. long or how soon into the ride, yeah. for real, are you saying, what in the hell am I doing? first cigarette in when I'm coughing like crazy because I don't know how to smoke. <laughs> Brian, I'm hooked. <laughs> you got me hooked on these. Oh, it's too funny. What was your salmon story you had, Jerry? I love salmon. All right, so we have the audio coming up. It's uh, probably said do it at 7.30, I think. Denzel Mims of the Jets. So he came into camp much lighter than he had been, and he revealed that several months ago he had salmon and ended up with an intestinal infection of wild last sockeye semen and sockeye salmon salmon um and he vomited for two straight weeks oh. he lost 23 pounds and he has not had salmon ever since nor oh, really ever had a lovely salmon <laughs> yeah just make sure it doesn't have like you know fecal bacteria on it there's no way like there's no way he could ever eat salmon again no that's what he said when you have food poisoning from something you will never I haven't even, my friend uh, Joe Tush, uh, Paul's brother, 
Uh, my friend Joe Tush, he one time had a... Um, Paul's last name is Tush? That's the alias that the brother goes by, okay. Joe Tush. Got it. That uh, he once had... Uh, what's that um, What's that really like kind of greasy fish that you could get? Uh, Cod. No, it's... Um, oh, I can't believe I can't think of it. Greasy fish? Yeah, it's like it's a it's a bougie fish like you would get in a nice restaurant. I, I can't I don't know why. I, I don't know fish. It. Anyway, whatever it was. I'm not like, like Joe. I don't know like fish. He had a bad experience with it and I've never ordered it since. I don't blame you. I've had bad experiences with one specific Chinese food and I will not eat it ever yeah. again. So I totally get it. It's like you look at it, it makes you sick. Well, we gotta take a break. Wow. No, he's gonna make me nervous of eating salmon, and I, I love salmon. I don't I understand. I to- eat Cheerios. You'll be fine. We'll take a quick break. On the other side, we'll wrap things up. I feel like we actually haven't even done any stories. This hour has flown by. And then we got uh, Boomer and Geo at 6. Right now, Odyssey Sports Minute with the great Amy Lawrence. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. Yankees won Field of Dreams game, of course, coming up tonight. Mets won the first game, postponed in the second game, doubleheader today. And Al, right on cue, that whole half a cigarette thing was Blues Brothers and blah, blah. I mean, right? I don't remember that line. I do remember the movie, but, I mean, you know, whatever. So, what are you going to do? What is this now about cigarettes? So, that was the whole half a cigarette uh, pack of cigarette thing from Brian Hoke. That was a Blues oh, Brothers line. B- oh, okay. Oh, I got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, he is not really a smoker. I guess not. I oh, guess there he's goes just my dream. Going to have the combos and the sunflower seeds and the dots. Ah. All right. I was so going to say, guess, a lot, like, people do, don't normally admit to smoking like that. Anymore. Well, you're right. Neither did he. So he was so my dream of uh, doing a hype video where Brian, Hoke, and I go into a convenience store. No, I think you could still go with him. And then drive cross country to the Field of Dreams game. That is over, you're saying. That's over, but I got a new dream for you. All right. You and Brian, Hoke, in the car, drive to St. Louis Mets Cardinals. No, there's nothing to it. I need, I need a, <laughs> uh, or maybe we go to the, um, what is that big thing called in St. Louis? The Arch. The Arch. Maybe he and I go to the Arch together. And I get you a pack of Paul Malls. We, we share a pack of Paul Malls. WFAN <laughs> and WFAN-FM, New York, and Odyssey Station. Your official station to talk Knicks. The Fan on 1019-FM and the Odyssey app.